Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is October 30th, 2023. We are here for your Halloween edition of WWE Monday Night Raw post-show. We've got Denise Salcedo here with us. How are you doing, Denise? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, world's greatest dirt sheet boy. Yeah, I, I came to Halloween as a dirt sheet. Um. I felt like, you know what? I, I dedicate my life to it, so I might as well. Uh, <laughs> Denise, let me guess. You came as one of the goth kids from South Park. I came as a, uh, what do you call it? A uh, Fuck, damn it. What was the thing that Darby One minute F-bomb, one minute in. <laughs> Wait, what was the freaking, remember the freaking line from AEW, the grown-ass man going through a, dark, a goth face? I don't know, Denise. Why there are you, you dropping F-bombs? That was an accident. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm going through a goth face. Well, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, share some spooky thoughts with us here on this show. You can leave uh, a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful or humperchats.com. We've had a wonderful string of interviews here on Fightful. Timothy Thatcher, Titus O'Neil, Larry D, uh, Hi Ann. Good gosh, I can't even remember who I had last Friday, but I got Heath Slater coming up this Friday. Uh, one of my favorite interviews I've done. Me and him just had Really, really phenomenal chemistry, and I think you guys would like that a lot. I had Tomatonga the other day. That's who it was. Talked to me about his his WWE talks. Uh, we got Titus O'Neil talking about cornhole tomorrow. Uh, Heath talking about his free agency. We broke that news on Fightful Select. I will give myself a pat on the back for Fightful Select later on. We had just a whole mess of contract news there this weekend. But also, Scott Edwards spoke to Hyann this weekend as well. FightfulSelect.com, best $5, best $5 in the business, best $54 a year in the business. We had a bunch of contract news this weekend. Heath Slater, now a free agent. Alex Hammerstone asked for his MLW release, the biggest star that MLW has ever had. Uh, and then we had reported that Lance Anawaii, a member of the Samoan wrestling dynasty, has actually appeared on screen with Roman Reigns in the past, asked for his release, and uh, both Alex Hammerstone and Lance Anawaii confirmed our stories this past weekend. Alex Hammerstone has not been given his release as of yet, but Lance was. So, uh, man, there's an awful lot uh, to, to look at on FightfulSelect.com. We, we knocked a few out of the park there. Uh, subscribe, just $5 a month, $54 a year. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, uh, share the link of the show on social media. It goes it goes a long way now that uh, Twitter is just completely nerfing any engagement with any links whatsoever. Denise, it's Halloween. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I love Halloween. I've been having the greatest time ever. And yeah, I can't eat any candy though, unfortunately. Because I have bad, oh my God, I just have the worst of luck. I can't have any sugar. Okay. It's like recently, it's a new thing. You know, I'm in my 30s now. Like shit just went down the, the freaking 
toilet. <laughs> like things are, yeah. I'm breaking down, Sean. Like there are things like, you know, I have to take vitamins now. You should have been taking vitamins. I know, I know, I know. But I was, you know, young once and just like living life on the edge. And now I got to, you know, do all these things or else I fall apart. So I'll be jealous of everybody who's eating candy. We got to get you some of that AG1. Uh, Bad Robot 2342 says Denise is dressed up as someone who messes with monetization with her F-bombs. The unmonetizer. Have a safe and happy Halloween. Have you ever Boy, even gotten unmonetized once because of me? You have not. I can guarantee it's, it. It's more for sponsors, Denise. It's more a sponsor request asking us to not drop F-bombs. Well, then you should have said something. You keep blaming it on the monetization. When, when have I... You should have said, Denise, our sponsors do not like that. And I would have been like, okay, Sean, I understand. I did. We literally joked about it a couple weeks ago because you no, talked about us. No, that one was us. different. That one was the other sponsor. And that's because I said the word shit or something right before. I don't right. remember. <laughs> Ronan Mike says, hey, guys. Hey, this is the Raw Show. But wanted to know if you had any uh, info on the recent New Japan statement on fans. I was at the Vegas show. And it seems like this is related. Uh, some people really know how to ruin it for everyone. So New Japan issued a statement that uh, I agree with. They said, basically, please do not creep on the wrestlers. This is me, my word, not theirs. Uh, don't creep on the wrestlers around the entrance or exits of the venue at the hotels uh, and and the like. What happened? That I don't know the specific instance. I'm going to find out, but... This has long been a problem in professional wrestling where people wait at airports and wait at hotels and any number of those things. I was uh, at a talent hotel doing interviews one time and I had saw where a lot of people had figured out, oh, we can just camp out by the elevators and wait for the wrestlers to get off the elevators and then kind of uh, ambush them, so to speak, for autographs and all that type of stuff. Like, listen, I know there are some that that mean well, but there are a lot of company approved situations and i know there'll be people that say well some people can't afford that maybe it's best to sit some of that out or go to uh, if they do hold free events as well there are meet and greets that are uh, that are around that area i just uh, the airport the hotel ain't for me not not my type of thing man like i i just don't think that's appropriate so i'm glad they said something apex says denise pulling a dx with those swear words tonight yeah and uh by the way, AJ Tripp says he did Denise like four months ago. I did tell you that four months ago. Okay, well then you know what, Sean? How about this? How about you? You you actually I get some sort of punishment, huh? How about you give me uh, listen, I don't know a you, month off? Listen, you you look <laughs> like you're about me. to give, you look like you're about to give somebody some punishment, Denise. So I don't really want to suspend me. I don't care. I'm sure you want to uh, complain about, this? about me, then you, you, don't you bring somebody else in on this show. Okay. And that's I it. hereby I walk out. I hereby suspend you from this weekend's crown jewel post show. You know, meet okay, Normus. Say, meet Normus says this is for mommy Salcedo's swear jar. Uh, Denise, you have the same collar that my dog used to have. Congrats. Hey man, I got this at, uh, actually, did I get this one at hot topic? No, I might've got it. Got at it forever, at 21. I got it somewhere. I forget where I get stuff. <laughs> Uh, catch fan 69 says question about injuries in the women's division. Tegan Knox's injury legitimate. I will find out. Uh, it says Katana was supposed to have a main event match, but she's injured, uh, working on that one too. She was supposed to have a main event match or, or a match on main event. And, uh, catch fan asked if Katana was injured in the match against Zia Lee. Uh, she was scheduled. I don't know if she actually had it or if it switched up. But uh, at K775 asked if I found out what happened to Tegan. No, I'll be finding out about that this week. I was going to wait and see if they, they were on this show. But since they weren't, and that seems to be a thing that it had been a recurring theme, seeing them on the show. So not seeing them on the show was uh, a little bit surprising. A little bit surprising. Andrew Adams says, you see my tweet earlier where I reported an exclusive of Logan Paul suffering a cut on his finger? The family I edit for on YouTube ran into him at the airport. They've been good friends since Vine. Well, I hope he's all right and can do the match uh, and appropriately this weekend. Thanks for passing that along. 
Apex Caliber says Sean should start a swear jar for Denise. Well, we did at one point, but it was the opposite. So when COVID started, we were this like, "This is your fault." It was the opposite. We were like, you know what? Denise is losing out on some freelance gigs. Let's raise money to get her to swear on the air for the first time. I made two hundred and fifty dollars that day. That was a good day. It was <laughs> a good, a good day. day. It was a very good day. You know what? Uh, Fine. How about this? If I don't swear, I get paid for that. Eduardo Lozano says, thanks and congrats on Sean for that common Bengals W beating the Niners. Sincerely, a Cowboys fan. Yeah, it was a great Bengals win. I am so excited for uh, this Sunday. Uh, somebody says, Sean, what is your costume? I am a dirt sheet is what I am. But you know what, guys? Denise just talked about having to take you know her vitamins and all that stuff, living, living a healthier lifestyle. Oh, I got something for you guys factor just before i hit record on this i lucked out i was gonna start my day late cook some lunch it was gonna set me behind even further you know i could order some food depending on where you are at any given time but then i saw my factor box was here factor america's number one ready to eat meal kit can help you fuel up for breakfast lunch dinner with chef prepared dietitian approved ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door I'm about to eat that chicken parmesan. If you're too busy this fall to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well with Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store, all the chopping, prepping, cleaning up, all that stuff too. If you've got a tight schedule, man, it is the best. If you're looking for calorie conscious options during the busy season, you can try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals. They've got lunch to go. They've got gourmet plus options. They've got all kinds of things, even fall flavors like cranberry, pecan, chicken, apple, Dijon, pork chops ready in just two minutes. They'll satisfy those fall cravings during that busy season. Plus breakfast, apple, cinnamon, pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, potato, bacon, and eggs, breakfast skillet. They have everything you're going to need. Head to factormeals.com slash Fightful50 and use the code Fightful50 to get 50% off. That's code Fightful50 at factormeals.com slash Fightful50 to get 50% off. This is an incredible deal. Check them out. Denise, do you know oh what my, my new God. costume is? Oh my God. Are you seriously doing costume changes? Is that what you were doing behind the scenes? My costume is somebody who knows he's about to get headbutted by JD McDonough. Bro. Bro. Will Chisholm says SRS, any news on Vince you can report? Yeah, he was in Saudi Arabia on Saturday. He is not, he hasn't. Like he isn't sticking around for Crown Jewel. Don't know if he's like if he's making a trip back there or not. Uh, where was Samantha Irvin tonight? I don't know. I I will ask. I will will find out that one as well. Um, I I don't think there's anything. I don't think anything substantial, but I, I could be wrong. But WWE Raw did happen tonight. We kicked off with a Rhea Ripley Judgment Day promo, and Sami Zayn interrupted and went off on them. I am just ready for survivor series to happen so we can move past whatever this all is i am really i'm I'm done with the sammy cody all that stuff feud i've seen it too many times denise i was kind of hoping for a little bit of a hotter start to monday night raw because overall i really did think today's show was pretty good i thought the first three hours well the three hours excuse me completely flew by today there was a lot of good wrestling on the show but i thought for the opener of this it did kind of feel a little bit just like eh, it wasn't really anything too major and personally i enjoy whenever we have like whatever kicks off monday night raw to really be like the newsiest bit of the show or at least a good portion of it and so the only thing that i will say that i really really enjoyed from this though was where they said um where Rhea Ripley said that uh Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre had a decision to make and whoever made the right decision would be the one to come out as champion of Crown Jewel I did like that little portion of it all uh but that was kind of about it for me yeah not not a lot to this that I I necessarily uh enjoyed uh meet Normus actually um I'll have Luis take that super chat and put it in the appropriate spot. But Crazy101 says, kickoff matches are back. BTW, choo-choo. Yeah, Sami Zayn and uh, JD McDonough were named for the kickoff show. This is something we haven't seen 
in quite a while, Denise. Jonathan Corona says kickoff matches are back. Sean, now Survivor Series is around. With these references, do you think Chicago explodes if Punk returns? Or do you think fans will be disappointed if he's not there? They should not be disappointed if he's not there. Not everything is a CM Punk reference. Uh, CM Punk has cut a lot of promos. And at some point, he has said almost everything. <laughs> so... Just yeah, go and translate. Just go and transcribe every CM Punk promo ever. And I'm pretty sure we'll start matching some words. He said the one time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Dominic Mysterio defeated Ricochet. Later on, Ricochet is granted an opportunity to gain an intercontinental title match. But he says he's not done with Dominic. Uh, Ricochet ends up losing because the numbers game is too much for Ricochet. But these are the type of people that Dominic Mysterio should be working. Experienced, great in-ring workers that can help make him better. You knew that Dominic was going to win this match because they got to keep his momentum going. And with Ricochet, I don't know what necessarily their plan is there. I do like that Adam Pierce was like, listen, I know that you lost, but I'm not dumb. I see why you lost. So let me make that up to you. Because within the context of this show, Denise, Adam Pierce has to compete for the satisfaction of his superstars, or else Nick Aldis is going to take him away. Yeah, that was something that they did last week that was enjoyable. But uh, speaking of last week, one of the things that I, you know, we were talking about was the Ricochet Shinsuke Nakamura match. And I remember saying that I thought that Ricochet should have won that match. And we all know why Shinsuke won. But as of right now, it seems like. Yeah, we're getting these Shinsuke promos, right? But they're not really, as of yet, leading to anything specific. I would have really liked to see Ricochet pick up that victory. I would have loved to see him go into this match coming off of a good victory so that if he took the L in this one, it wasn't going to be so bad. But now it's just like consistent Ls for Ricochet where, like, you know, I feel like, come on, like, give the dude something. And I think last week, like, the actions of this week, made me uh, feel even more about how I felt that he should have won last week, honestly, because I feel like, you know, for example, when they put him in this match with Logan Paul, right? It was supposed to be like this big thing because Logan Paul's this big celebrity. And going from there, part of the big problem for that was we had not really been exposed to Ricochet in a feud like that before. And so instead of, you know, using whatever sort of momentum he got from that Logan Paul situation, they could have used that and again, worked it into this whole thing with Shinsuke and they didn't, they didn't do that. So once again, Ricochet is just Ricochet, nothing more, nothing less on the show. And that sucks because then when they put Ricochet in a big spot, all you're going to remember is, well, he's constantly taking L's. Never throw him a bone. And given the fact that right now is what they're doing with Shinsuke, he's just coming out and doing, not even coming out, but having those little uh, vignette promos, eh, I think they could have given Ricochet last week that win. Yeah, um... I just want them to get something really going with Ricochet. I want the 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 win loss record to reflect how incredible he is in general, and that's not what I see. Uh, Tunda says, "I don't know what's worse, watching my Miami Heat, Heat lose or today's Monday Night Raw." This is so frustrating, Sean and Denise. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. That sucks. Um, NBA season is very young, though. It'll be okay. Juan Ortiz says. Is Sean dressed up as a dirt sheet? I was. Should I do another costume change, Denise? How many do you have? Well, hold on. I just... I, I... Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his 80s. What's even more shocking is he looks more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. 
Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. No, wait, hold on. Natural booze. Wait, why did why did the booze just stop like that? Are you what Dominic? Happened? What happened? Are you Dominic? It took me like at least a good amount of time to get that one. <laughs> you know what I thought you were first doing? At first, I was I thought you were trying to be those like people that really suck at promos and 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 can't handle the heat whenever they get it. It wasn't until no. you said the boo line where I was like, oh wait, he's Dominic. <laughs> look, look, we don't got piped in booze. They're real. They're real. There's people sending footage to us right now proving that the booze are real. They were not piped in whatsoever. Uh, speaking of, I do want to say I'm very glad WWE did not pipe in booze tonight. Uh, so for those of you that were dumb last week, uh, we talked about how they piped them in over the broadcast. That didn't happen this week, and Dominic doesn't need it, so I'm very, very glad they didn't do it. No, uh, because also, the people want to boo Dominic. Like, they don't need to pipe it in. Exactly. The people have a good time going in and booing Dominic. Everyone knows that if you're in the crowd and he comes out and he starts talking, you're going to boo extra loudly. Like, people love to boo. Uh, we saw a bunch of videos to promote the women's title match uh, for, for everybody. I thought these were very useful. I just think that the use of videos in general are very, very helpful. Like it, it adds another element to Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark and Nia Jax without them being on the show in a traditional manner. Good. I'm glad they're doing these. They've got the talent to do these. They've got interesting stories, especially in a produced setting like that. They can cut good promos. I just love the way that these are being used. Uh, we saw Nakamura saying that he's waiting for his next challenger. Later on, we saw a phenomenal Drew McIntyre video. Unreal. These videos go such a long way for me, Denise. We even got a Candice LeRae one. That one was yeah. the one that took me by surprise. I was like, what? They're giving Candice LeRae a video? What is happening here? And now I get why they gave her the video. We'll talk about that more later, but now I get it. But it was still caught me by surprise. So uh, what did you think about these videos? Like, did, did you think that they effectively promoted their upcoming matches? I know Drew's did. Drew's, Drew's was, definitely did. That one was the very best. But was, for the women. We we were treated, like, really well to some of these world title videos. Like, MJF's and, and Kenny Omega's the other day was unbelievable as well. Go out of your way to watch that if you haven't. Uh, but, man, between that and this title match video... I, one of the, my favorite things about Drew's was he said that Seth Rollins is willing to break his back to keep that title, and I'm willing to break his back to take that title. Um, just unreal good stuff for the Drew thing. And I thought the other ones for, for the women's title were completely satisfactory and did what they should have done. Yeah, I like that they did that because we already got all of the women in the ring last week. So I feel like this was just a nice way to kind of, you know, rehype each and every single one of them individually without having to do what they already did last week and have to, you know, run it again just for because we're in the week of Crown Jewel. So I thought this was this was all right. This was cool. Denise, uh, should I do another costume change? Bro, you know what you remind me of? Those like award show hosts that come in with like 40 different changes. Now we just need some presenters. Check it out. I am the ring after Seth Rollins curb stomped JD McDonough's head into the mat. You know what, Sean? One of these days, I want to hop into your little brain and figure out what's going on in there when you come up with these things. <laughs> I can just imagine you already. <laughs> that ring didn't coming stand up with a your chance. Ideas. <laughs> that oh ring God. just cooked 
Look at that thing. Just obliterated. So Seth Rollins defeated JD McDonough. It was a good match. Like, I mean, nobody's going to talk about JD McDonough not being good in the ring. Phenomenal match. You knew that, that it, uh, that Rollins was winning this, obviously like foregone conclusion, no big deal there. But, one of the things that I liked about this was JD McDonough is doing everything that he can to join judgment day. He is doing everything that he can before this Seth Rollins cut the promo and uh, he's, you know, he drops a line. Of course, that got some CM Punk references. He is like, Oh, cry me a river drew. Oh boy. As soon as I heard it, I went, Aah! and then I fired off an engagement tweet. Uh, but, the promo before the match after I thought also effective because Drew's not there. Seth has no real fear of saying anything. My, the only negative about this is when they sit there and they're like, Seth Rollins at this breakneck pace. And then they also said for the first time in four months, Seth Rollins is wrestling on WWE raw. Meanwhile. What? Yes. That's Has it been? No. Right? Wow. No. Has it been four months? I think it's been four months since he's probably had a one-on-one match on Raw. I was about to say, that can't be right. What is happening? Uh, Yeah, it, well, he had, sorry. He wrestled in a uh, tag match in August, beginning of August, tag match in July, tag match in July. It's been since July 3rd since he had a singles match on Raw. Damn, so that's, bro, that's our world heavyweight champion. So that isn't necessarily a breakneck pace when we're like, okay, well, at the beginning of October, MJF wrestled the Righteous two-on-one. He but wrestled Juice Robinson. But hold on. The whole thing that Seth Rollins was promoting when he became world heavyweight champion was that he wasn't going to be like Roman Reigns and only well, be wrestling not. sporadically. Of course not, but still, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, simple. yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you've got the guy on the other show whose whole gimmick has been like not doing that, and he's defending the diamond ring and the AW World Title and the ROH titles and trying to even get his physical title back. And they're not mentioning that on the other show on AEW. So I'm like, he's like under the radar doing the thing that Seth Rollins is saying that he's doing. But uh, there, there was a Roman name drop later on. There was a Roman name drop in the Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou last round when they talked about Superman punches. And they said that Roman Reigns is somewhere smiling. I was like, damn, I didn't expect that. But uh, Rollins over McDonough, we knew that this was pretty much the route. What would you think of the promo? Well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think too much about the promo. I thought that it was a pretty straightforward one. Nothing that really spiked my interest on that one. I think that... When it comes, to, I was really, really supportive of Seth Rollins as champion, really. And I've been liking all of the stuff that we've been seeing on the premium live events. But I am a little bit ready to kind of shake things up just a bit. And at first, I know there was a lot of people on social media saying they were kind of bored of Seth Rollins as champion. And I was in disagreement with that. I thought part of the reason was because he had been in such a long feud with Finn Balor. Then he was in such a long feud with Shinsuke Nakamura. And now... I feel like it's starting to kind of hit me a little bit where I would like to kind of see just something a little bit more fresh there for Seth because he was the champion that like when he became world heavyweight champion, I truly felt like, okay, we're going to get the kind of champion that we want to see, you know, like your Gunther type of champion, but with Seth Rollins, obviously a little bit different, but something similar. And I don't know if we've necessarily have gotten that. And now you mentioned the four months thing and it's like this glass shatters uh, inside my head where I'm like, shit. Yeah. All of the matches that have been floating around in my head for Seth Rollins as champion have all <laughs> happened at a PLE. And I didn't even realize it until you said it. And so now I'm looking at this and I'm going, what are we doing here? Um, I will say this though i loved jd mcdonough in this there was one point uh he got thrown out of the ring sold it so well i was kind of a big fan of what they did here with jd uh so for me again a straightforward match not too many fireworks or anything like that but it was perfectly fine Juan Ortiz, actually, he had also said denise mommy step host salcedo is my favorite denise and i stand thank you i appreciate it <laughs> I got the HS, by the way. 
Hollywood uh, South John, <laughs> uh, Will Chisholm says the Drew promo was great. I like the Seth promo, but also saying we all had it bad in 2020. He did. But I mean, I think that within the context of the story, it's okay for Drew to share the things that bothered him as well. Like, because we were okay all to- talking about it. We were all talking about how Drew McIntyre kind of got screwed, having the best moments that like every pro wrestler dreams about happened to him in the freaking Thunderdome era. Like that yeah. sucks. I, and when, when Drew said that, I didn't look at him minimizing anybody else's, you know, lives or anything like that. By the way, guys, uh, the the super fan documentary with Vladimir. Have you seen that yet, Denise? I haven't seen it yet. No, Ooh, it's good. It's good. It's very sad as well. But oh, really? Uh, speaking, okay. Yeah, it's it's sad, uplifting, a lot of things. He's a very very pure soul. I'll watch um, it tonight. Yeah, I I I'm a like I love WWE documentaries, wrestling documentaries in general. This one is a really good watch. It's about 40, 45 minutes. I think maybe just. I think it's like 37 minutes actually, but definitely worth you guys checking out. It's very, very good. And uh, he seems like a wonderful person. Did you ever watch the angle one? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. That one was my favorite one so far. That was my it's favorite. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I got to like every single one of those. Well, the first two and a half rows are all documentaries down there. Good, some good stuff there. Some good stuff. Some stuff that isn't on Beacock too. Like WWE had an Undertaker documentary like in 2000 that that nobody has seen. So there's a whole lot of stuff that's out there that I'm hoping WWE will resurface one day. To be honest, I with the Peacock, I don't think I've searched anything that wasn't like expected to be on the app. So I didn't even realize if they were like missing what they had originally on the network. Because on the network, I just felt, how do I explain explain this? But I felt more freedom to explore. Me too. And that's why I still have the network. Thanks to Nord. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits. But if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff in any combination of the three if they're doing a fight circus or something like that this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys change your virtual location pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the uk in australia etc etc and you can get different interfaces maybe you don't like peacock and you want to check out the wwe network the way that it used to be the way that it was designed to be the easy navigation so on and so forth maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them nordvpn.com fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee even better 24 7 tech support so if you have trouble navigating any of it they can help you out fastest vpn on the planet nordvpn.com slash fightful <laughs> lots of stuff you can check what i was waiting to see what you were going to do next i'm spawn raw sap good stuff i think so i'm just happy i'm just happy we don't have to see your face anymore this is the mask that I wore before I got that thunderous ovation. Uh, oh, really? Against Shaza. Shaza Biggest McKenzie. pop I've ever heard in my life, Sean. It, it broke the audio there. Yeah, I heard that like you guys, the audience was erupting so much that like a little mini earthquake was caused. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Corona says, Denise looks like a vampire. I hope Drew brings back broken dreams. And Sean, who gets the WWE TV rights for Raw and NXT? And who gets the AEW TV rights? I think Warner uh, Warner Brothers Discovery gets the AEW rights. I think Raw and NXT will go to a package uh, probably to the Disney family or, or something like that. Uh, backstage, Ivar, is uh, he, he wants to discuss some things with Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce does not look too excited about that. Denise, I'm excited about Ivar possibly getting more. I had reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, best $54 a year in the business, that WDB officials have been very impressed with Ivar, and rightfully so, Denise. Yeah, thumbs up. He's been doing well. There's, I don't know what else to say that I didn't say already last week on this one. I'm happy for him. We had that Candice LeRae uh, video, but we also had Zia Lee, 
knocking her out. Now, for those wondering, Candace is fine. This sort of a play off of a legit knockout that Isaiah had on Mercedes Martinez years ago. I think same ref and everything. Uh, but JM says Candace Michelle, her Candace Michelle should come to Raw one time. LMAO. Uh, but KE775 says the Zaya Candace match helped nobody. What was the point? Booking of Candace has been abysmal. How'd you feel about this? Today? All right. Well, I can't wait to talk about this one because look, when they played the Candace LeRae video, like I said earlier, it caught me by surprise because I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, wow, they're actually finally putting some stock into Candace LeRae. Like she's such a cute character, right? She's into Disney. She loves the pe the pixie fairy stuff that she likes. Very, very cute. It's super marketable. I mean, if she actually got some support and like a, any sort of push, I can see it now. The little girls with their little colored hair and their little wings. Uh, it's very, very cute. Anyways. So I thought, okay, let's go. Her and Zia Lee. I mentioned that I have not been a fan of what they've been doing with Zia Lee because they made her look like a coward. The first thing they did is they ever asked for a championship match against Becky. Becky says yes. And then what does she do? She says, oh, well, I don't want it. Okay. And then, so we finally get this match. And I will say this, though. I did like the ending. I thought that it made Zia Lee look very, very good. But I feel like they, I really... We're, okay, so Sean's going to just go away. All right, cool. Anyways, in regards to Zia Lee and Candice LeRae, I thought that Zia Lee, had they not done what they did with her before with Becky Lynch, then this would have been a lot more impactful. So now it's got me questioning whether or not if I would have preferred to see Candice LeRae look strong in this match or Zia Lee look strong in this match, where they're pretty much, to me, on the same level. But, you know, dude, are you what's-his-face fucking Tony D'Angelo? Wait, who are you? You are, right? <laughs> Dude, you kind of look like him. <laughs> if you squint a little bit. Do an accent. Say something. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> this match in particular, I'm like, okay, well, I wonder what the plan is for Zaya because so far... She's just shown up and said the same thing. Uh, K775 says this Becky Zaya thing is weird. Like Zaya needs to fight Becky, not the other way around. Also think Kyrie returns during Kyrie versus Bianca at Crown Jewel. I hope so. Or I think you you mean uh, uh, the other match that Bianca is, is booked for. But yes, after... Here's my question, Sean. And this is my question to the people too. At this point, because Zia Lee and Candice LeRae are pretty much on par on the same level of treatment that they've gotten from the company, which is really not much, who are you more interested in seeing get an actual, real, legitimate push? Zia Lee or Candice LeRae? I mean, Candice can get her push in the tag division with, with Indy Hartwell, and I'd be completely satisfied with that. So I don't really have a problem with, with Zia Lee winning, especially if she's set up for the Becky thing. Now... Uh, yeah, but because the setup was so bad in the beginning, it got me going, oh, really? Yeah. Um, RS says, bomb Rhea costume, Razor Ramon's request. Let's get a Denise Scott Hall shuffle. I don't think I'm into Zia Lee. Hopefully Becky ends it. How do we feel about Vince calling Saudi the new home of WWE? Vince, listen, man, Vince is old as hell. Doesn't know what the hell he's talking about at this point. No. No, absolutely not. Can I be honest? Uh, I was looking at that, and when I saw Vince and the Undertaker walk the red carpet, I was like, "Really? We we don't we never get the Undertaker or Vince McMahon walking down these red carpets here in the states when we're out there doing media." <laughs> Can you imagine never. that? It's like night and day, man. Oh man, um, I, my line of questioning for Vince McMahon in one of those situations would be much different than the ones that that he got, because obviously I've gotten no opportunities to interview a Vince McMahon ever in my career. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jay Miller says, solid night for tag wrestling. Not so much for the women, though. Candice LeRae's main roster booking has been frustrating, to say the least. I would like for this to lead to her, like, do, do her and Indy as a tag team. Develop some contenders for the love of God. Uh, this match left a lot to be desired, though, for sure. I gave uh, up already, man. This tonight told me everything I needed to know about 
they only played the video package because she was going to take this big ass out. And there's probably a lot of people that didn't even remember who Candice LeRae was on the freaking roster. I think that's part of the reason why they played the vignette in the first place. And here I was thinking, oh, they're going to do something with Candice. No, they were just trying to remind you who she is. So she, so you would kind of care when Xia Lee defeated her this way. So Becky is backstage. She takes great pride in holding the NXT title. She said, I defended that title more in 42 days than Rhea Ripley or Roman Reigns defended their titles all year. And she says, I don't need the title. The title needs me. And sort of brought up Rhea. And I love that. Like she had some real determination on her face and looked very, very like driven. Zia Lee then showed up and said, you know what? We're going to fight. And Becky goes, cool, let's do it. And Zaya again is like, no, on my time. And like, I keep thinking about this. And as that person said before, Zaya needs to fight Becky. Becky doesn't need to fight Zaya. And I'm like, if it ain't your time, then why are you here? Why did you show up? It's what was the dumb. point? It's, it's very so dumb. dumb. And that's the thing. They've been doing it week after week. This is like three times now that they've done this with Zia Lee, where they make her go out there, ask for something. She gets it. And then she's like, no, never mind. Come on now. We want to root for you. Give us a reason to root. Where are you now? Jimmy Butler during media day. Oh. You wouldn't know. No. <sighs> yeah, I didn't like that. Didn't make sense to me. Didn't make sense to me at all. I, I'm ready for them to just move on past this. Nakamura looking for his next sacrifice. Orion Bin says last week, Bronson. This week, Ivy. Next week, Shinsuke. And Will Chisholm says, I have a theory. The person who may face Nakamura could be Randy Orton because it has to be someone big. I don't think it has to be someone big. I think he's just calling out his next challenger and they don't even necessarily have anything big i mean i'm sure they've got something planned it's triple h so he's probably got something in mind but i don't know that it's got to be like a big name i think randy orton's probably set for survivor series or war games or something denise let it be akira tozawa i'll have some kicks really? with that one yeah why why tozawa because i care i like tozawa he's funny and it'll give me some interest in this mm. that's my my bar is set very low here i'm sorry I've, evidently i can tell like to me it feels like they're stalling like, this is all filler. RS says, any word on whether Trish will return after Canada's, or Canada's Got Talent? Is she under a similar deal to Edge? Or is that a one-and-done run? I think they're open to doing more with her, and she's open to doing more with them. But um, I haven't heard of any imminent plans, but, I mean, they were happy with how things went, and she gave them a boost and had a good program with Becky for them. Will says, not trying to be funny, but Vince didn't look good health-wise. Well, he's walking around with a cane because he had surgery on his spine. So, yeah, he didn't. RS says, Declan McMahon, just enjoying the attention, or should we expect this guy to team with Dad at WrestleMania? Have you seen this where Declan McMahon, who is Vince's grandson, Shane's son, has been Bro, doing Bro, he looks lately? just like young Vince. He really does. He, he really does. does. Yeah, I saw the picture, yeah. but And I heard that he did like an interview where he was saying that he thought AEW and Impact was garbage. Or he said, I don't watch that crap. Oh, okay, there which, you go. Which, why would he? Why would he, right? Like, I, But he I looks get it. like young Vince. I saw the picture and I was like, bro, that's young Vince right there. He definitely does. I think he is enjoying the attention, but the reality is he is a McMahon and he knows that he could get attention whenever the hell that he wanted. Like, he's he's not dumb. He knows that. He's he's in college right now, Division One, running back. He's going to be a great athlete. But, you know, right now, not that it's any, not that it's, like he needs his college paid for or anything like that, but uh, he's going to enjoy this while he's got it. And, uh, you know, maybe wrestling afterwards. He seems very open to it. I'm surprised it took this long for him to get this kind of media attention. Ooh, Nakamura versus Tozawa announced for next week. Wait, did they really shut I the front that. door? If Luis is screwing with us, because I literally announce it, but they, they didn't announce, announce it. it on the show. Did they? I don't think so. Uh, Wait, I was right. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. They announced it at ten forty-seven. Let's go. 
I don't remember them announcing it on the show. You, give me some predictions, Denise. Bro, I'm so happy. I just predicted that I, unless they announced it on the show and I didn't even realize that I saw. No, I don't remember them announcing it on the show. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Okay, who are you now? Can I guess? Go ahead. Oh, my God. Homeless Mary Poppins. No? That's insensitive, Denise. Is it? I don't know. I don't know the rules. It is. Ms. TV with Gunther, only it wasn't Gunther. It was Imperium, who then buried the Miz. Do you think they're trying to turn Miz baby, baby face, face here? I sensed it. I felt it. And I said, hells no. They better not do it. Hells Why? no. Cause Why? No, there's no way that I can see the Miz as a baby face right now. He's been annoying, cocky Miz for the longest time. He's a permanent heel and forever in the rest of my eyes. They for the tried rest of my it. life. They've tried it in the past and it just did not work. I think maybe he's got one baby face run in him, but I think it'd be like towards the end of his career. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. 38 minutes ago tweeted, what the? <laughs> so I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Now I care. Now I care That's about Shinsuke awesome. and Akira Tozawa. He deserves did, it. Did Imperium make you care about the Miz at all? No, not, not even a little bit. Mm -mm. Not even a the only thing I want to see is Gunther just chop him, have a match. That's it. I'm cool with that. I was actually hoping that we would end up with like a pumpkin on his head or some sort of crazy, silly Halloween thing, but they didn't do that. But I was hoping for it. Like just smash him in the head with a pumpkin. I like I gained a little bit of respect for Miz's character because he was like, you know what? I made that title that you held relevant before you did. But I don't know if we should even be talking about the Intercontinental title as something that somebody had to make relevant <laughs> like that within the context of this show. It shouldn't be like, oh, well, you know what? It wasn't relevant until I got a hold of it. I'm just right as of now, I'm not buying into it right now. I just see the Miz as somebody that Gunther should beat in a few minutes. And that's OK. Miz's best days are probably not ahead of him. They are probably behind him. And again, that is OK. That is completely fine because he's done a lot of great stuff. Man, main evented WrestleMania, won multiple world titles, uh, money in the bank, had a great cash in, uh, numerous titles, two-time Grand Slam champion, but I ain't into this. I was into yeah. DIY defeating Imperium, though. This uh, Adding DIY and the Creeds, who you know we're pretty much saving for a main event slot in, on our show here, uh, in the tag division is very helpful. Rock hard Joel Wood says, when's the last time the tag division felt as important as it does now? DIY and the Creeds add a spark to an already blossoming division. It just felt good to see DIY back. How did you feel about it, Denise? It was because, like I said, I had lost kind of a lot of hope for them in the in the long run of things. Jesus, I'd lost hope for Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. And so now kind of seeing them in there looking happy, having their mannerisms of DIY back in the ring, and then against a team that I actually cared about for a long time, then, hey, I'm feeling good. What's up, Fabio? I'm Michael Hayes. Oh. <laughs> okay, Sean, you just put a wig on and then you don't give any other hints as to what you can be. You can be anybody. I, I literally said I'm Michael Hayes. I just out loud verbalized. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not Michael like the first Hayes. thing. <laughs> you look like Kid Rock. Somebody says you do have the voice for Hayes. Thank you. Thank you, I think. Did you see where the entire women's roster dressed I up? I saw that, boys? yeah. That was good shit. So I said, I'm Lexus King. <laughs> oh my God, yes. You're Lexus King. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's exactly it right God. there, Lexus King. Somebody says Taylor Swift. So funny enough, this was the wig that I bought to do my Taylor Swift costume Is on the show. Is that the one you wore that ago. one time? Yeah. You still have it, Sean. You've moved since then. You took the wig uh, with you? Denise, I think it's pretty clear that I've got a box full of costumes right next to me. So Why would you do that? Like, I can't imagine moving from house to house and not throwing things out that you don't ever really need. Like, unless you how often are you using this wig, Sean? Denise. <laughs> All right, who are you now? Let me see. Landstorm? 
Yeah, pretty much. Oh, are you really? Okay, no, cool. absolutely oh. not. I'm just a Canadian. Oh, okay, fine. All right, Sean. I'm getting tired of having this solo shot on me. I'm just going to sit here because I feel like I have to stall for time while you're doing your changes. Are you a penis? Yeah. Or are you the guy from the Goonies? I could be any of those. This is actually a conehead costume. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were <laughs> what you were there. <laughs> why, anyway. why do you have this stuff just for fun? I've got a lot of them, man. I've got so many like wig hairs all over me. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, <laughs> two of my favorite things on this show. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven's costumes. Yeah. Incredible. They must be seen to be believed. I'm going to uh, put a picture up here. It was just so fantastic. It was Chelsea Green hair that did it for me from Piper Niven. Yes. So they dressed as the Heart Foundation, complete with Chelsea Green doing the curly hair and <laughs> Piper Niven dressing as Jim Neidhart. Now, they developed a little story online for this match because <laughs> there's this picture of the SmackDown invasion years ago where it looks like Natalia is grabbing. Yeah, I saw that. Zack Ryder's dick. And <laughs> Zack Ryder tweeted it and said, long term storytelling. And Natalia's assistant said, well, if you look back at her record, she's always been susceptible to a small package. And the tweet uh, went viral. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> it went too. viral. It was incredible. Listen, this plunder match was stupid and dumb and bad. And I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Candy corn and pumpkins and then pulling up a thing. And Nikki Cross's head is right there. And... <laughs> Chelsea drops the pumpkin onto her own head. She had fallen through a table. I love all of this stupid bullshit. This is this is the type of dumbass stuff that I love watching in wrestling. My favorite thing was Nikki Cross being in the table and like Chelsea putting the pumpkin, taking out the pumpkin. And then at one point she spooks herself so much that the pumpkin thing falls on her head. And she reminded me of, of Monica and friends when she had the Turkey on her head and she's just like going around. Yep. And so that's what Chelsea green <laughs> did. But with the actual pumpkin, I thought that was really great too. Uh, the, uh, the spot where, uh, Natalia looked like she was trying to get the sharpshooter on both girls. I thought that was really fun as well. This was so fun. The bobbing for apples, shoving Chelsea greens, uh, face in there i thought that was really funny undid her spots. curls undid her curls though but dang uh other than that though this was a really fun match and you need stuff like this on these uh you know holiday themed shows i am all for this stuff i love the sheeta and abaddon one the other day oh, as well so the, good so the crowd good. popped huge for the pumpkin love that as well so I i'm, I'm here for spot. This. that was my favorite spot when she went on top rope with the broom and then she jumped off it was my yes. favorite thing uh, lots of people saying RIP Matthew Perry, indeed. Uh, also announced for Raw next week, Bronson Reed, Ivar, Ms. Ricochet, top contender match for the IC title. That is going to hump so hard. Wait, Just say that so again? Ivar, uh -huh. Ivar, who wanted a shot. Bronson Reed, who also wanted a shot. Ricochet, oh, okay. who was promised an opportunity. And then the Miz, who was involved as well. I could see the Miz sneaking in and... Wait, stealing a, a victory yeah top oh, contendership okay. okay and that match is going to be really really good damn it's i was really almost kind of hoping that it was just going to be bronson reed and ivar <laughs> we've got uh by the way new day we're backstage trick-or-treating and ran into judgment day which was funny uh but orion ben says chelsea and piper saw shotzi and scarlet and said bet Oh man, it's funny to see them like after their match. Like, I can't believe that Chelsea's hair can go from looking how it did to how it does now in the matter of like an hour. It it, it was so like over the top just an hour ago. Will says it was great to see the Heart Foundation again. <laughs> that it was. Uh, Matthew England says, is UFC still listed in WWE's non compete clauses? Doesn't make sense since they are both in TKO company. 
Well, that has not been broached as of yet, but uh, Matt Riddle will not be going to the UFC. That much I assure you. Dana White, the UFC have zero desire of bringing Matt Riddle in, period. Oh, man, let's talk about something awesome. Alpha Academy uh, issued an open challenge this past weekend. The Creed's accepted, and Ivy Nile was there with them, too. And Ivy Nile is ready. The Creed's are ready. And this match humped. Uh, Reese Power says Creed's are great, but what the F are they doing with Gable? Well, they're, they're kind of setting up his eventual uh, return to the Intercontinental title scene. But K775 says any other NXT main roster possible call-ups besides the Creed's. I would be surprised if Carmelo isn't brought up very soon. I'd be very, very surprised. Uh, Meet Norma says Alpha Academy Creed's was a hoot. Meet slapping spot foo is my favorite kind of party. Hope they unleash Ivy Nile and Ross sooner than later. So the in-ring action was good, but there were two particular spots, or three rather, that blew my doors off, Denise. Ivy Nile with a German suplex on Akira Tozawa. Ivy's been ready. Ivy's great. She's she's wonderful. She's got everything a main roster talent needs. Her and Shayna teaming in the future, I think, would be very, very good as well. But I think she can stand on her own as well. Then there was a spot where Otis hit a big slam on Brutus. And then Julius comes off with a 450 on top of them. But then Gable does a moonsault onto everybody. It was like just a stack sandwich on the ground, on the mat. Unreal. One of the best spots I've seen on Raw this year. And then they hit their finish, which involves Julius Creed putting Otis on his shoulders and Brutus doing the big cannonball. This was the most perfect introduction to the Creeds with a video, by the way, that you could have given. And the crowd was all about it. Crowd had never seen the Creeds live in this environment and they killed it. And the crowd responded. The Brutus ball was incredible, especially because they let Julius really, really hold Otis and keep him up above his head for quite a good amount of time. So you had plenty of time to kind of soak in Julius's power because that's the thing about uh, Julius and Brutus is that they are freak athletes. They are freak athletes is what they are. And anybody who's watched their work on NXT knows that they are, they were bound for the main roster um, from the beginning. And that's the thing about the Creed brothers is that they're going to be phenomenal to the tag team division. But at some point where later on, whenever they decide, whenever they've had enough time as a tag team uh, down the road, they're going to be big single stars each individually on their own uh, because they are, like Jul- like I can't I really want to see like Julius and Chad Gable go at it one on one. I think that would be phenomenal. I hope they uh, decide to do that. But this was a lot of fun, a great introduction to the Creed Brothers. And again, if you've seen them on NXT, I think you know what to expect. But multiply that times 10 because now they're going to be in there with all these other tag teams and they'll be coming up with some cool stuff, I think. But great introduction there. Uh, Love this match. I love the spot with freaking Tazawa. That was great. He's He's been a great addition to to alpha Academy and like what with, even within the context of this show and all that, like you can't erase that Akira Tozawa is a phenomenal wrestler, but within the context of the show, he's lost his way a little bit, but Chad Gable would see the value in him. Chad Gable would be like, we can get you there. Don't worry. And um, I love what Joel Wood's saying here. He says, you can tell they're protecting Gable because when he was doing nothing, he was taking all the pins. Now Otis is taking the pins in the tag losses. They they very clearly value him uh, to some degree. Uh, and I think that's great. Matt Hennessy sends a very generous super chat. Thank you so much, Matt. You sent this at the beginning of the show, even before the show. It says, as someone who loves tag team matches, Creed's versus Alpha Academy and DIY versus Imperium humped. Crowd got so into DIY versus Imperium that there were Johnny Wrestling and DIY. Gargano and Champa are starting to get over. Sammy is the best babyface in WWE. So I'm, I'm a little bummed that we aren't going to get DIY and Owens and Sammy. I was really hoping for that at one point. DIY's new music absolutely sucks. It is not good. Uh, I do not like it. I wish they would get their old theme back or Rebel Heart. But the tag team division is looking good. And that's with them losing Eric and Ivar. Now, I want to say this. It's like everybody, I don't want to say Eric benefited, because unfortunately on Fightful Select last week, we reported he ain't going to be back anytime soon. 
but Ivar in singles way better than the Viking Raiders were. And that's WWE's fault for booking them like that. But the tag division isn't missing anything without Eric and Ivar because they were booked so badly. If they were booked appropriately, that would be a big loss. New Day is back. They're healthy. They're doing their stuff. You got DIY in the fold. You got the creeds. Things are looking pretty good right now. I would love to see, honestly, uh, Humberto and, and Angel back on Raw or SmackDown as well, like doing something substantial. But I'm I liking just, the way uh, things are yeah. right now. It's hard to say because, right, you never know, like, with teams that they've treated not so well in the past. You don't know really what to expect from that. Like, I almost want to see them just – I think Umberto and Angel right now are, like, okay on NXT. Like, they've only really done so much with them even there in the to begin with. Like, their first major match is happening this week. So, you know, it's not like it's been great over there on NXT for them. But I am hoping – I have right. a little bit more hope that they will do a little bit more over on the NXT side of things. But, yeah, they really need to uh, stack up their uh, tag team division. And they really added, like, a whole lot right now with the Creed Brothers. And they're going to be a fan freaking favorite. Point blank. I would, have, I would love for, like – them to eventually Humberto and Angel to get offered LWO spots and then not accept them and start a little feud there, but then kind of align with Dominic post judgment day and, and sort of be his guys. I think that would be kind of cool because by then they're going to break Dominic away and he'll be doing his own thing, but that'd be way down the line. Matthew England says we still need Gable to beat Gunther at survivor series. I don't think that's going to happen. Will says, happy for the Creeds and Ivy, but the Creeds, uh, Creeds to go out looking at the lights tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, they them getting a win here. We had reported on Select. They were they were scheduled to win. Uh, but it, it's one of those things where it's okay if they lose in NXT. It's not a big deal. It's not anything negative. Uh, they they got to do it, and they'll move on to Raw where they picked up a big win. Will Chisholm wants to see Ivy versus Becky. I do too. Zayn and Priest ends in a no contest. The baby faces then beat up J.D. McDonough. Uh, Cody Rhodes eventually hits crossroads, two of them, on the world's strongest table. That table, like, listen, to have J.D. McDonough's head run into that thing twice and not budge, this is officially Denise when tables were men. That's what this is. <laughs> Some burly construction worker put that table together and they said, this is my life's work. And I just want to, you know, I want to tip uh, the many hats that I wore tonight to that person. I, I just feel like I've seen this type of finish, even though it's not this exact finish. You could tell that the match was going to end in this way based on how the match was worked between Priest and Zane, unfortunately. And I hate when that happens because I don't like when a certain ma- when you can almost kind of predict that it's really not going to go anywhere. And yeah. to be honest, like all of this was just there. For me, it was the Cody Rhodes portion of this all that really, really did it in the sense that I came off of it going, damn, I'm whatever my interest level was for his match with Damian Priest at crown jewel, it's gone up a couple of points based off of that promo that we saw from Cody Rhodes tonight. Yeah. He, he took a shot at Damian Priest. He was like, you know what? He's like, you're, you're never going to be the guy in judgment day. You're never going to be that dude. I'm really hoping that this is a part of Cody sort of goading Damian Priest into putting his money in the bank on the line. Because listen, I would, you know, I think Cody's got to win that title. And there has been zero reason that we have seen since WrestleMania that Roman Reigns should still have that title or needs that title. None. There was something that Cody said that made me think, I mean, now it's probably too late for him to put it on the line at crown jewel or i don't know if it's too late or not whatever but he had said that his path begins now and that he is like the start of his path right i'm thinking hmm what path are we talking about specifically cody like where is what is the end of what's the destination here like what are you talking about i felt like i read into a lot of what he said when he meant by path so personally i mean that would be a great way for them to do it like you mentioned uh, getting him to put the title, the the money in the bank briefcase on the line. But I don't know if they'll do it for crown jewel, but that would be great. Yeah. And I think there, you know, there's a lot of ways they could do that that we'll talk about a little bit later about 
well, if Cody wins the title, does he go to SmackDown? Maybe. Or maybe they send the other champion to SmackDown. Or maybe Cody's like, no, I want to work both of them because I'm Cody. Sage says Julius is going to give Brutus some brotherly ribbing for dropping knees on his gut in the finish. Yeah, he probably will. Uh, Meet Normus says, my last Raw Live was the go-home show for Mania 35 when go-home shows were men. The video packages and in-ring were solid tonight, but I could have used a car crash or something spicy. Three out of five pork chops. Listen, I loved the Trick or Street fight. I loved that. To me, that was a fun car crash. Uh, but I get what you mean. Like like an absolute slapper of a match car crash, yeah. I think is what you meant. This but, one was fun. Yeah. The Obviously, the Creed Brothers match was fun. Damien Priest, Sami Zayn was okay. And then yeah. everything else was kind of like along the lines of okay. And KE775 said, by the way, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. If you're watching live, comment some of your favorite stuff from this show. K775 says, do you think it's Survivor Series Judgment Day cost Priest the briefcase or they turn on him after war games? Seems like they're inching there. I mean, I think this this summer was the peak of Judgment Day. So I think that we are probably leaning towards the inevitable collapse of Judgment Day. And I think that's that's an okay thing to do because they have had a really, really great year and a half run. like. The heights that they have reached after it looked like an absolutely dog shit stable. The way that Edge. it started with Edge. Oh, my oh. God. I almost forgot that that's how it all started. Weren't they doing like a magical act in the beginning or something like that? I don't even remember. Well, they, they were teasing that and like Vince wanted to do supernatural stuff. And yes, like, that's what it was. The supernatural that. stuff. Thank God they didn't. Andy says, fiery baby face. Uh, Cody is the top baby face going, just chills. He's really great. Like, he's just really, really great in this environment. And sometimes you need a better environment. And so far, based on what we've seen out of Jade Cargill, they've rolled out the red carpet for her. Lexus King, obviously, you know, he let, they let him go. But... He seems more important in WWE than he ever did in AEW. And Cody Rhodes has been booked very well. So they're they're doing pretty, pretty well. Joel Wood says, be quiet, Sean. You know, we're only in the third inning of this Judgment Day story. Oh, brother. Oh, no. I would, I listen, I would not want that at all. What innings do you think we're in now with the bloodline? I think we're in the bottom of the seventh. Oh, well, bless you, because I hope we are. I think we're in the bottom of the seventh. But you know what? I would have said that a year ago as well. Yeah, that's true. That's what I would say. Bless you. I hope you're right on that one. <laughs> Denise, tell the people where they can find you, where they can support you, where they can follow you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I'm literally streaming there like four to five times a week, plus putting up a bunch of content. That's honestly the best place to support me. Uh, guys, I, we are here every night on Fightful, NXT, AEW, ROH, and Impact Now TNA, SmackDown, Collision. This Saturday afternoon, I will be here for a Crown Jewel post-show. Make sure you guys check it out. If you didn't get your question or statement read on the air, you didn't send in a super chat. But guess what? I got good news for you. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I do a Q&A show there every single week. This is in addition to exclusive wrestling news. The stuff you get aggregated everywhere else, it comes from FightfulSelect.com. But the benefit is you can ask me questions right on those stories if you want them clarified. You don't have to worry about second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth hand stuff. Go to FightfulSelect.com. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. We're right back here tomorrow night for NXT. We're out.